Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and anyone else within the sound of my voice, welcome back to the 10th year of the longest-running discussion on local radio of Jogo Benito, right here in the cradle of United States soccer, St. Louis, Missouri, STL United Soccer Sunday on KFNS 590 The Fan. Today's show is brought to you by Mark Niemeyer at NGKLaw.com, a St. Louis law firm with local roots and nationwide results. Edmundo here with the usual suspects. The voice of the empire, Russell Blythe, with something completely different. Super Ted Williams with a TED Talk. And of course, now a man who did not know that you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. You know him. I am amused by his naivete. My buddy. Mr. Tom Schwartz, Tom and James Brown, what a pair. Take it, Tom. Thank you, Edmundo. Well, I've been telling you about Dan Jones and this new book he's got out, Power and Thrones, but hey, let's go to Dan to tell you himself. Mr. Jones, please. I'm going to do some posting, okay? So you can turn off now if you don't want to hear it. There's a 50% chance you'll be interested in this. I've had a review of this book, The Old Powers and Thrones, I may have mentioned already. And the review's in the Sunday Times today. It's in the culture section. The review was written by Christopher Hart, who's an extremely erudite and perceptive critic, and he likes Powers and Thrones. I'll I'll just read you a bit of what he says, because you ought actually to buy the Sunday Times. But he says, This magnificent doorstop, that's the book, is bookended by two sacks of Rome, AD 410 and 1527. Thousand years raced by in a terrifically colourful and compelling narrative history, with all the confidence, bravura, and swift judgments essential to an overview of such a vast time span. That's a good first sentence. Jones also possesses a keen eye, two of them actually, for or how the ideas and passions of the medieval era are with us still, for better or for worse. And then there's about, I'd say there's 900 or maybe 950 words of fairly generous praise. I won't read it all because I'd be crying by the end, but the last paragraph's good. He says, Jones's history is a hugely impressive achievement, bustling and sizzling with life on every page. He even makes the invention of double-entry bookkeeping, brackets, Italy, 14th century. Interesting. Well, it was hard, but I did. This is now simply the best popular history of the Middle Ages there is. That's this. That's nice, isn't it? The best popular history of the Middle Ages there is. So if you want to pre-order it, the link is in my bio. And I'll be super happy if you do. I'll be super happy if you don't, because that's a good review. And I'm happy anyway. Doubly happy, let's say. All right, bye. 
there you go, folks. Proof from the Sunday Times, the best popular history of the Middle Ages that there is. Why don't you pre-order it on Amazon? We're back with my man, Ty Keogh. How you doing, Ty? Great, Tom. Good to talk with you. And uh, everybody's breathing a pretty big sigh of relief. Would you say it's, yep, a big exhale. Uh, it's a massive difference. I'm exaggerating only slightly. I just like to use that word because the, the Brits use it all the time. <laughs> but I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. Think of <laughs> well, yeah, point. I mean, get, five points after three games is it is massively different than just let's say, let's say they did achieve uh, another draw last night uh, in Honduras, and it would have been um, what three points in three matches. But five and three matches is where where you want to be. Yeah, well, because I mean, it really think the, of the, the formula. I mean, we've talked about the formula is kind of get one point on the road, get three at home. Well, they obviously uh, blew that uh, uh, against Canada. So I want to hear yeah. about Canada. I want to hear your take on Canada. Well, they're the real deal. They're and, the real uh, deal. And, and I'll tell you what, Alfonso Davies is, you know, he's not world class, but he is one heck of a player, as Bayern Munich uh, figured out when they signed him and then used him extensively in their, their Bundesliga season. So, yeah, Davies was was m- way more than the U.S. could handle in the U.S.-Canada. And he was, so. he was one of a few guys that were the U.S. was overmatched against, I think. Don't you? It, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the U.S. Uh, in too many parts of the field looked uh, a, a step slow. They were they were beaten by the quickness of Alfonso Davies and you know, a couple of other Canadian players that I think surprised uh, in that the, the U.S. team was not ready to deal with it and then not you know defending well enough uh, in tandem. Let's say you, you like to. When you defend, you want to have support, right? And yeah. if, and especially if you're up against a quick guy, and uh, you know Canada does have you know three, four guys that have extreme quickness, and, and the U.S. Def- yeah, I mean, well, that too, yeah, yeah, aggressiveness, quickness, whatever you want to call it. But uh, uh, so that if you don't defend at least in twos or are better as a team, you're going to get exposed. And the U.S. team, and uh, in, in many ways, was fortunate against Canada. Uh, to, to come out with that result. So, uh, but the, you know, the key turnaround obviously happened uh, in San Pedro Sula, Honduras. Um, just, you know, a big sigh of relief, of course, but just great to see four goals. The, the difference of the feeling at halftime and at full time, well, I mean, and, or even go one step further, before the game, I mean, I was very nervous before the game because I don't think Honduras is an easy place to play. And it took, no. it took us a while to figure out my biggest challenge was staying awake. I, I got to be honest with you, <laughs> but uh, boy, when that, when they scored that second goal, you could just feel the, the sense of relief had to be felt across America. Well, and you know, we've, we've covered uh, really the, the difficulties, the special challenges of, of playing on the road in CONCACAF, you know, in those Central American stadiums. And it looked to be another really difficult and, yep. and perhaps uh, you know, disappointing uh, 
effort by the U.S. team uh, at Honduras, uh, losing uh, you know one zero at halftime. Uh, the adjustments obviously made a difference. Uh, you know, we've got uh, uh, all of a sudden, like you said, that that, that go ahead goal. It's an eighteen year old scoring it. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, tremendous cross by Leggett, who had come off the bench. Um, and then uh, you've got a 20-year-old but scoring the next one on an assist from the 18-year-old. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you've got Aronson, who's 20. Uh, you've got uh, up front uh, the, the 18-year-old kid uh, just putting, the, putting it on a platter for uh, him on that particular goal, the, the third goal, you know, for Aronson. So, uh, Ricardo Pepe opened a lot of people's eyes with, you know, with the game winner as it, as it stood. But the changes uh, needed to be made. I mean, for one, the wingbacks for the U.S. In, in the first half, and Tyler Adams is not a right back. The minute he got released to go play midfield and do his thing where he covers so much ground and wins so many balls and, and puts the pressure on the opponent so that they make mistakes, makes a big difference for the U.S. team. So get Tyler Adams out of right back. Bello started at left back. That's not going to work. Anthony Robinson, who who got the tying goal in the early in the second half, you know he's got he knows what he's doing. He puts pressure on the opponent, and I didn't even I don't think he knew he had that good of a right foot on that first goal. <laughs> that tying goal. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen him use his right foot, but other than a five yard pass, but uh, he he really pinpointed that accurately into the far side netting. So I mean that. That gets you back rolling. It's 1-1 now. Uh, yeah, the crowd is – you know what? I was somewhat impressed uh, by the uh, the energy of the U.S. fans that were in that stadium. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a nice surprise, uh, frankly. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it was a different ball game once, once the U.S. team got rolling with the, the 18-year-old Pepe and the 20-year-old Aronson. A lot of energy. They know what they're doing around the penalty area. I mean, Aronson's a real sniper. Well, and we, that's, that's what it seems to me as an outsider to the sport, that's what every team needs and few teams have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and going into it, think about it. Serginho Dest out, uh, Gio Reyna out, uh, with injuries, Weston McKinney out disciplinary reasons. And we need to talk about that a little bit too. Go right ahead. We're still in the early going, uh, you know, of a long, Right process to determine the three teams that will go to the World Cup from our region of the world. And, you know, McKinney broke, apparently, the, the COVID protocols. And, uh, you know, Burhalter, he knows this is a long road. He's got to set a precedent. Right. He can't uh, allow things to kind of uh, get out of hand, you know, even though McKinney's arguably one of our best two or three players. Uh, if he breaks the rules, well, then he has to pay the price. The team pays it, unfortunately, too, because they, they miss his talents. But it reminds me a little bit, uh, this will take you back a few years, but uh, in the lead-up to the 98 World Cup, uh, the captain, John Harks, uh, had gotten into a couple of disciplinary situations. And I don't know if it was clamped down on hard enough. Uh, and it ended up festering. Uh, and end up at the very last minute, Hart's being cut from the team and not uh, on the trip uh, to the World Cup uh, in France in 98. And uh, I think it really threw off the U.S. team, this disruptive influence that, 
you know, Hearts was, was uh, you know, treated, uh, I think, to a different standard than some of his teammates, you know, being the captain and having had experience in England and so forth and, and being a very strong personality. And I think it was one of the things that kind of poisoned uh, the U.S. squad. It had something to do with the fact that they did not put on a good performance in, in the France 98 World Cup. Yeah. So, so hopefully Berhalter, you know, he gets McKinney's attention. He, he, he holds him to the same standard as the, the rest of the team. Uh, the teammates look and say, hey, you know, even McKinney, if he breaks the rules, you know, he's in trouble too. So, you know, we've got a, a, a guy who's running the show for us, Berhalter, uh, who's going to make everybody toe the line, which, you know, that, that message ends up being pretty strong. People may not talk about it, but it changes the environment that the team is working. And we, we've got to have enough really good players to qualify out of CONCACAF. It it strikes me as that, I think you've said this before, it's almost set up that we qualify out of CONCACAF. Not to say that it's easy, because the travel aspect of it is really difficult, especially for the guys playing in Europe, right? Well, it is. I I think FIFA recognizes they want to spread the sport. Uh, One of the ways to spread the sport worldwide is a massive market here in the U.S. to have a successful team, a team that goes to World Cups. Mexico is a big television market. Mexico is not really a third world country. It's it's a second world and almost a first world country in terms of the size of the television market and the size of the economy and how much weight uh, can be thrown in resources, you know, into uh, their soccer industry. So, uh, yeah, FIFA wants Mexico and the United States to be in every World Cup. Hey, and Uh, I'll bet you you they want uh, Canada to be in this World Cup. Ah, well, they look like a pretty exciting boy, team. Oh boy, they? Yeah. yeah, they yeah. were they were something. Sally, no, no less an expert than Sally was even watching the Canada game, and she says about our team, it's like, do these guys know what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't look like it. They didn't and, look and, like it. And the Canadians obviously did look. They did look like they knew what yeah. they were doing. Correct. <laughs> did, do you have the feeling that they were in a way like Italy in that they they held back? But boy, when they struck, they struck so fast that yeah. it was it was impossible almost for the United States to react. No, it, it was textbook example of knowing how to really pull back into your own end, close all the options down, frustrate the opponent, and then at some point sniff out the time to get a toe to a ball and then break. Boom. Uh, and, and boy, did they break. And, you, know, we, you know, let's talk about our goalkeeper. Turner has put in some pretty good performances for the U.S. team here. It kind of goes a little bit unnoticed. You know, everybody's more concerned about you know, why we haven't been scoring goals and and so forth. When it was 1-1 uh, in the game at Honduras, he made a really big save right. to his left off of a, of a head ball. And, you know, that, that's a different game if he doesn't get to that ball. So it stays 1-1, and eventually the U.S. scores three more goals. You know, goalkeeping ends up being critical at times as well, and, and I think it's uh, somewhat overlooked because you take it for granted that the U.S., in general, over the years. And remember, really, the number one is, is Zach Steffen. But Turner has come in and uh, deputized. He, he, that was a really big uh, when it was 1-1 uh, that he pulled off and, and, and set the stage for the U.S. to then put in three goals and win 4-1. to one, so. well, I'm just happy we had this conversation today instead of yesterday. <laughs> it might have been a little glum huh, when, you, when you're yeah. talking about what Serginho Desch got hurt against Canada. Reno's out with a hamstring. Polisic uh, is still coming back from a COVID diagnosis. He's getting he's the hell beat out of him. I mean, they're just beating the hell out of him. 
Well, they know, uh, you know, he, he can run right past two, three guys in a row. And rather than let him uh, build up some steam, they, they clip him early. And yeah, he, he does take a physical beating and he's not, he's not a big guy. No. Um, but the, I, I think maybe the most critical thing other than, you know, getting some goals and having those young guys gain some confidence, you know, Aronson, you know, uh, obviously, and, and Pepe is the fact that, you know, McKinney, uh, didn't play, and, and the U.S. got a big result on the road in CONCACAF in Honduras. Amen. Hey, Ty, we got to go. Uh, we're off to London to see the, not the queen, but uh, the grandson. So I'll talk to you when we get back. All right, Tom. Hey, have a safe trip. Have a lot of fun over there. Thanks, brother. All right, take care. Bye-bye. The great Ty Keogh. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because we will be right back. And once again, you can subscribe to free to our podcast on Apple. Just enter STL United Soccer Sunday in the search bar and it will come right up for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.